0: Coming to you from the mountains and the plains. The only conservative voices brave enough to push back. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Altman.
1: That's what the Second Amendment was designed to do. If you're going to do something to, to nullify or take away my rights under the Constitution, come get it. Max
2: McGuire. When you look at politicians on the left, um, they need to convince people that
0: they are victims. A resistance... To the resistance. And now your hosts, Joe Altman and Max McGuire.
2: And welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire.
1: And I am Joe Altman.
2: And welcome back to another Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day.
1: It's a good day.
2: My garbage men just came by five minutes ago. So thank goodness they didn't come by while we were on the air. Otherwise, we would have all heard that. Um, but yeah, happy hump day, happy Wednesday to everyone. Our call-in number today, 888-441-1121. I don't, I don't know why I always say today. It's the same number every day. Um, 888-441-1121 if you want to call in. Joe, I talked to you briefly this morning. asked you what you wanted to talk about. And you started mentioning some things. And I was trying to figure out what to make the title for today. And uh, and I, I kind of settled on this title, just the, the Injustice Department. Or the Department of, of Injustice. The idea that we don't really have a justice system, we have a legal system, and there are plenty of Americans who suffer tremendously at the hands of law enforcement and and really abusive prosecutors, corrupt judges. So we're going to dive into all of that. Yeah. And in order to make this a little bit salient to current events, we're going to talk a little bit about the Derek Chauvin trial, um, the, the officer accused of killing George Floyd. Some of the developments in that, which uh, mainstream media definitely doesn't want to air so we're going to try and discuss all of that if you have any if anyone has any comments questions about that again 888-441-1121 is our
1: number yeah so this this actually affects me greatly right and and when i talk about this specific topic the thing that kept becoming more pronounced is that the evil lets evil thrive and attacks good people And you would say, okay, what about George Floyd? And I'm going to tell you right now that although I think George Floyd was a criminal, sorry, I do. I think he was a criminal. I think we're we're dealing with a person that uh, died of a fentanyl overdose. He did not die of uh, police brutality. Matter of fact, the video tells a totally different story than what was put out in the mainstream media. The mainstream media's job was to create division, right? But it doesn't mean that the conversation doesn't need to be had. That doesn't mean that we don't have to talk about the fact that they're activist judges. They are—they actually don't interpret the law. They don't use Supreme Court rulings or uh, uh, at a state level or at a national level in order to make decisions. They act with impunity. They hope that they can actually run the clock and run people out of money to get justice. Justice has become very expensive in this country, and it's only been enjoyed by the very few. And what I mean by that, and if I just look at just look at back in history at the the, the famous uh, Democrats Weinstein, thirty years was in Hollywood terrorizing women, terrorizing and raping women. Let's call it what it is. And yet Epstein, that was uh, you know had a, a pedophilia ring. You'd say, oh, it's not proven. It is proven. He had an entire uh, orgy island that he created for politicians and people of of uh, financial means. And,
2: and that was a conspiracy theory.
1: That was, was a conspiracy, it was a conspiracy, theory, conspiracy theory. theory
2: until he died, and the investigators, or he was arrested. And investigators started going there. We got drone footage of it. That was a conspiracy theory, right? Until we actually got all the pictures and all the depositions, and no, it existed. It absolutely so, existed.
1: So, so we we talk about the fact that another conspiracy theory is that uh, that our our justice department is is ethical. <laughs> that somewhere along the line our police departments do what's right. I'm gonna tell you from experience. There are good police officers. There are. Oh yes. I, there are good, there are there are good ethos in certain environments where they serve public interest. That does happen. That does exist. No question. No question. But I'm also gonna tell you that. There is a massive problem in the justice system and in the police departments. Massive. Now, most of those problems are surrounded in areas of evil doers, And most of those places are most, all of those, I would challenge most all of those places are all Democrat controlled. Yet we, these are inconvenient truths. These are truths that people don't want to talk about. But the reality of it is I lived through it. So in August of 2000. 17. My brother was murdered by a police officer. Now, I I have some stuff that I was going to play today, and I thought, yeah, I don't know if I could actually sit through it. So I have all of the communication that happened through uh, radio with the police officers and my brother, all of it. Now, keep in mind, my brother made a mistake, right? And the mistake that he made was that he wasn't going to stop. He was on a motorcycle, and he took off. They, they didn't have any reason to pull him over, although they made one up later, right? And he was with four other people, and they just wanted to give him a hard time. R- tried to run him, run their, uh, you know, undercover truck into four motorcycles, and they all split up, took off. Which in the in the DMB in the in the DC, Virginia, and Maryland area, police brutality is an everyday occurrence. Everyday occurrence. Like, they're, 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 you, you will not get justice if you're right. Now, are there a lot of bad people that are arrested? Probably. But are there a lot of people that are treated badly because, you know, maybe the, the police officers, the people in those environments are jaded? More probable. But the reason why I, I was going to play it is because there's a certain section inside of it. Now, my brother is running from the police on a traffic stop. Remember I said before he shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have knocked him off his bike into a wall so that he died. They shouldn't have done that. You, you don't get to be judge, jury and executioner. That's not what our system is supposed to be about. But there's a certain section inside of the, the radio communication back and forth where the police officer calls in helicopters and dogs. That actually happened. They're chasing him on a traffic stop and they wanna call in helicopters and dogs because they're gonna teach him a lesson. You're on a motorcycle, we're gonna chase you all the way to the end of the earth they already had his plate number, but they said, hey, if he if he ditches the bike, I need to make sure that I can call in helicopters and dogs. Right. To well, chase th- him.
2: that that is and during police chases that that is something that police do, um, especially with with a motorcycle when, when you it's, it's very easy to ditch a
1: motorcycle and run. So, yeah,
2: it, it's terrible. It, absolutely. It's terrible on what to your a
1: traffic stop um, on a traffic stop. Yeah. I want to be really clear, right, on a traffic stop. And the reason why I want to come back to the, the evil doers, and I'll, I'll just talk about the one I know we're going to talk about today, the 13- and 15-year-old girls that killed a man in a car carjacking that are not going to go to prison. Yep. They're not going to go to prison. Matter of fact, the judge doesn't want them to go to jail. Or how about the uh, two, Was it, 13- and 15-year-old in California where they beat one of their classmates to death and they got probation. This actually happened. They said, hey, listen up, oh, you know, kids do crazy things because they've been locked down. That's how we deal with evil in certain situations. And then we'll fast forward to the other one that we're going to talk about, which is one of the people that was on the Capitol on January 6th, not violent, still being held for the fake insurrection. Fake. I'm going to call it what it is. It's fake because it wasn't an insurrection. Insurrection is not a bunch of people going into the Capitol. That doesn't represent what's happening across the country. If it was an insurrection, by the way, you'd have a million people that would have broke through those, those, those doors, and it would have been open for them. That wouldn't have happened. But he's being held in a, in a jail cell in Washington, D.C. Uh, one of the commanding officers has him taken to a different cell, right? They zip tie his hands, and they beat him. To a bloody pulp, to the point where he lost an eye. So, why don't we go ahead and read this? This is an email
2: from, I believe, his count his his lawyer, his counsel. Um, the name is man. The man's name is Ryan Samzil. Let's go ahead and put up image one, Mr. Producer. This was sent on uh, April sixth. And it says, everyone deserves the right to be treated fairly under the law. Mr. Samsel has been charged with crimes as a result of his actions on January 6, 2021. He is entitled to his day in court and is eager to correct the misconceptions that exist about himself and his actions and intentions during the Capitol riots. That day is coming. He remains detained by federal authorities and was held in the D.C. jail until earlier today when he was moved to an undisclosed facility. In the early morning hours of Monday, March 21st, 2021, at least one correctional officer came to Ryan Samsel's cell, woke him up, and told him to cuff up. Mr. Samsel complied, and his hands were zip-tied together behind his back. He was walked from a cell to another unoccupied cell. Thereafter, he was viciously and savagely beaten by a correctional officer. He suffered serious bodily injuries, including a shat- shattered orbital floor and broken orbital bone, which have caused him to lose sight in his right eye, perhaps permanently. His nose was broken and his jaw dislocated. He has lost feeling on the left side of his face. In addition to the severe bruising and swelling around his face, he has deep cuts and bruising to his wrists from the zip ties. Mr. Samsel has had at least one seizure since the assault. An underlying medical condition makes him at higher risk for thoracic complications. Other inmates heard the assault and notified their attorneys who notified me of the assault, even before Mr. Samsel was released from the hospital later the same day. We are informed that an internal investigation is being conducted by the Department of Corrections and an independent investigation is being undertaken by the FBI. Yeah, I don't really, I don't put all too much trust in those internal how, investigations. How, how,
1: do you, how do you put trust in a system that literally can beat a man with impunity inside of a jail cell waiting for justice to be served, to get your day in court? I mean, I, I wanna, I wanna just, I wanna go through what you'd have to be thinking to be a correctional officer, a police officer. A correctional officer is a police officer, right? What you'd have to be thinking to uh, take not a man always, not always. in D.C. Not they are police officers. Officer. They are police officers in D.C. Take, to take a man from one cell in the early mornings, right? Hey, cuff up. We're we're gonna we're gonna make this guy the 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 next beating victim. Where other inmates tell their attorneys that, hey, look, you need to know yep. what just happened. They beat a guy nearly to death. And oh, we're gonna have an event, let's check it out. Let's check it out. This is our Justice Department. This is the reason why I have a problem with the fact that we can let somebody on the street give them a summons and say, hey listen, I know you stole $900 worth of stuff, here's a summons, it's COVID, we don't don't wanna hold you in jail. You have a guy with no criminal record. He has zero criminal record. That's another thing you need to know. Not one, parking tickets. I think that's probably the extent of it. Maybe a speeding ticket. They're holding him in jail without bond. Yet the guy that actually shot and murdered someone on the street that was was not holding a security license in Denver, employed by Channel 9 News, gets out on bond after murdering someone. Where two girls... That our one is suspected in another carjacking, carjack a car, kill a man, walk past his body looking for a cell phone, do not have any care, sociopathic, do not have any care about the value of that life that was lost. No remorse, no prison, no prison, none. This is what we're dealing with if we don't stand up. We're dealing with flat out evil, let's call it, and it has infiltrated our justice system. It is now called the injustice department. Let's have an investigation. Let's look into it. For what? And everyone would say, Joe, the job of conservative daily is to stand up for conservative values. We want to we support our police. I want to support the police. And in my and where I live, in a highly conservative area, highly, I don't have these problems with our police department. I have full transparency with our sheriff's department. I can walk out and have a conversation with a police officer. Without fear of reprisal, if I go ten miles, ten miles into Denver, my blood pressure literally goes up when I see police cars. Why? Because I know the reputation that they have in our state. Yet we ignore it. We say, "Hey, we back the blue." Yeah, I back the blue. Do I ba- do I back the judges? No. How could you? Do I b- back the FBI? How could you support the FBI? They lose a laptop with Hunter Biden. Now, Hunter Biden goes on TV saying it might be mine. It might be Russian misinformation. No, it's your laptop and you're a pedophile and you did a lot of things wrong and the Justice Department doesn't stand up to, to, to dole out justice. It's a system so before, of persecution, and pro, uh, not prosecution. There's no accountability so, in it.
2: Yeah. So before, before you get too far, we have to make sure that we're being completely accurate. I don't know what this guy Ryan Sam's, is all about. He is not just being charged with entering the Capitol. He's being charged with injuring a police officer. So it, it is not just he was a bystander. According to the federal government, he injured a police officer. And the picture he allegedly he, put up my screen, Mr. Producer, he allegedly yeah, he's innocent injured, until proven guilty injured a he's police until officer. Guilty. He allegedly um, not
1: injured a police officer.
2: None of that. None of that justifies him getting beaten in a cell. Absolutely not. Go ahead, put up my screen. Or do I? Yeah, put up my screen, Mister Producer. The image that's going around is him putting up his dukes, looking like he's getting ready to fight. So he deserves his day in court, without a doubt. And he doesn't deserve to be beaten. But I want to make sure that we explain to everyone that this isn't someone who has nothing on his, not even a parking ticket. This guy isn't just being charged with entering the Capitol. He's being charged with injuring a police officer. Now, whether or not that's legitimate or not, he says it isn't. Um, It's a little bit more significant than the people who are just being prosecuted just for standing there. Um, But, yeah, he doesn't deserve what happened to him at all. He doesn't. And and Joe, me and you fall on different parts of this. Um, You have obviously have experiences firsthand seeing police brutality, seeing um, unlawful police actions. I, having never experienced police brutality, what I see is all of the accusations of police brutality. And yeah, many of them do exist. But the most high profile ones end up being disproven. Um, so I, I, always want to be very careful with how we do this. Cause I, yeah, that accusation that what, he was, what, what in did I say? What did,
1: what did I say about supporting the police? Yeah. 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 You, you I support, support the police. The police. You hundred percent, right? I back the blue a hundred percent. That's not what this is about. What this is about is that the justice department, which sits just above the police department has to make determinations based upon what's true and not true that that that's what they're supposed to do they're supposed to create accountability in our system they're supposed to make sure that the sentence fits the crime but that's yeah. not what happens and, and the sentence yeah they, they don't
2: do that and the federal government is completely corrupt well not and 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 very overbearing like to, to be charged by the federal government it, it, you it might as well just be convicted Right. You might as well just plead guilty. Many people do because no one has the resources to go up against the entire federal government. If the federal government wants to charge you with a crime, they have literally unlimited resources to do it. You just look at what happened to Mike Floyd. Mike Floyd. Yeah, he was vindicated. He was released, but he lost everything just trying to mount his own legal defense. Right, the government doesn't have to put out a GoFundMe in order to pay to prosecute you, which is what's so terrifying. And even when there's no real evidence, there's no actual evidence to justify it. They're able just to do it anyway. All I'm saying is that we need to be very careful what what that the accusations against whatever correctional officer did that to him. I mean, his his eye socket didn't break itself. And the fact that all of the inmates are reporting that the police did it very good for his claim. Very good. Right. He doesn't deserve that. Well, like, just look at what we've seen with the with the George Floyd case. There's a lot of lies that have been peddled for over a year. They are now being uncovered before the defense even gets to put forward their own witnesses. Right, right now in the Derek Chauvin case, the defense is just cross-examining prosecution witnesses. Right. And they're right. picking the case apart. apart.
1: They are. Apart. Yeah, they are. So we're, but, we're gonna play that, a few of that, these things. But that's, that's my point, is that in this case, truth doesn't matter. And across the injustice department, it doesn't matter. The truth is something that's ambiguous. They're actually creating a chasm between truth and what they want to be true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean so, go ahead. So again, I don't want to. I don't want to talk. This isn't about an individual event. And, and more often than not, we make decisions based on our own personal, our own personal experiences, right? And we we make that the the rule. That's that's what actually happened. It, we know it happened that way because I experienced it too. And I'm not telling you that police are bad. I'm not even telling you that all judges are bad. I'm just telling you that the system more often than not allows bad judges and bad police officers to continue to exist, which creates a narrative that even though they're a smaller part of the system, even though they're a small part, they have compromised the integrity of the entire system by being allowed to stay. Like if you're a judge and you make and you go against the Constitution, if you go against law because you're an activist, not a judge, you should be removed. There shouldn't be a, hey, let's wait five years while he ruins countless lives or she ruins countless oh, lives. But that's not what happens. We we have D.A.s. Uh, we, we can use attorney generals. We could we could talk about Kamala Harris locking up black men and and guess who got in trouble for it? No one. There was no accountability. There's no consequence. The Justice Department doesn't face consequences. They dole out persecution, but they don't face it. They don't face the very thing, the consequences for, for ruining people's lives. They don't, they don't have that ability. And, and to say you're going to have an investigation, into what? 30 years they investigated Weinstein. 30 years people complained about him. It took 30 years of him raping women and and funding Democrat candidates before he finally got justice. 30 years. Yeah. Well, just, look, look, we're, I want to
2: play a little bit of this Chauvin trial because we don't even need 30 years. In one year, yeah. we've seen a major – I mean, this feels like the hands-up, don't shoot from Ferguson. Hands-up, yeah. don't shoot. He never said it. Right. It was a complete lie. But the media fabricated it. The activists fabricated it. Right. And by the time it actually is disproven, it doesn't matter. They've already sold a million T-shirts. Right. People have gotten rich off of it for a year. We've been told that that Derek Chauvin knelt on George Floyd's neck and that he did that for over nine minutes. And that killed him. What the defense did just I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Is they cross-examined witnesses who had said that he knelt on the neck and they showed video footage from the body cam showing that he wasn't even kneeling on his neck i mean th- this is stuff that should we sh- the media should have said this from the beginning well actually it wasn't on his neck it was a shoulder blade so we're going to play two cuts we're going to play a cut of the prosecutor explaining it and then we're going to play the other cut they took a long time putting together their argument they had technical difficulties so i split it up into two cuts let's go with cut two first
3: chief are you uh, familiar with the concept of camera perspective bias I am not counseling. Okay. Now, again, if I may take that down, a stipulation, I'm going to show that same time frame, exhibit 2000, excuse me, 1019, that same perspective from Mr. King's body camera.
2: So, camera perspective bias is the idea that if you manipulate the angle in which people see something, you can create a narrative. And that because a camera is not like you, you know, a camera doesn't even have two, uh, you have two eyes, you have the ability to really see in 3D to see perspective, right? The camera lens, some cameras do if they're like 3D cameras, but the camera has one lens. So when you look at something through a camera lens, you only get to see one perspective. And if the camera doesn't move, you are stationary. What we're, what we're about to show you is from the trial where Chauvin's defense put side by side the perspective of the bystanders which is all the media showed. He's kneeling on the neck, kneeling on the neck, kneeling on the neck. And then they're gonna show the perspective from the officer's body camera, showing that the knee wasn't even on the neck. So let's go to this. This is the side-by-side. Let's play cut number three.
3: You would agree, Chief, that from the perspective of Miss Frazier's camera, it appears that Officer Chauvin's knee is on the neck of Mr. Floyd? Yes. Would you agree that from the perspective of Officer King's body camera? It appears that Officer Chauvin's knee was more on Mr. Floyd's shoulder plate.
1: Um, yes. Thanks, you're, muted. you're muted.
2: So that witness, sorry, so that witness just a, a couple of minutes earlier had testified that George, that the officer knelt on George Floyd's neck. The defense comes up, shows the both sides of it. And says, hey, well, you see from the body camera, the knee isn't on his neck. The knee's on his shoulder blade. And the witness, who just minutes earlier had said, yes, he knelt on the neck, and that's not an approved method of detention, said, actually, yes, from that vantage point, he's kneeling on the shoulder blade. That was a lie. That was a lie. The whole thing, being him kneeling on his neck is in the same category as hands up, don't shoot. It is a lie. Now, right. I understand. From that perspective, you might say that it looks like he's kneeling on someone's neck.
1: But the media I has he had the body up until, up until up until this uh, up until yesterday, I actually thought he kneeled on, kneeled on his neck. I thought that was a thing.
2: Well, Steven Crowder on his show today had his um, <laughs> some of his employees kneel on his neck for nine minutes, and he just got up, brushed off, brushed the dirt off of his chest, and walked off. So the narrative of they knelt on his neck and that just killed him has always been very suspect. Right, just from a just just from the way the body
1: works. Okay, so but the
2: media has had that footage. So the media has had the body camera footage. They
1: didn't show it. But the media also did not. The media is not my issue. The Department of Justice had that footage. Yes, right. So they want to walk this through a process, not because of justice, but because of the perception of making people feel like they're they're doing something because of the quote unquote outrage. It's political. It has nothing to do with justice. They had this before. They could have come out and said, "He need on his on his shoulder blade." Yet it comes out because It says back. Could just says back to be to be general. But but the point is, they don't want justice. They don't want it. They want to create a circus. They want to create chaos. They want to perpetuate this narrative that's not true. They're a part of it. You have to go through a process in order to indict someone. They indicted him politically. Now, the other part is is it nine minutes? Did you have to do it for nine minutes? No. They even went as far in this entire deal, and now I've read pretty much everything about George Floyd. I'm fascinated by I'm fascinated by the fact that they settled with the family of George Floyd, knowing that the amount of fentanyl that was inside of George Floyd's body was enough to yes. kill two people four times one no, person four times two people four times four times the legal
2: dose the the lethal dose four times enough fentanyl to kill him and and just so we're clear put up my screen again Mr producer this was when they they had the they did the second autopsy remember when the first autopsy didn't say he was asphyxiated the family had a second autopsy done and the second autopsy found that George Floyd died of its asphyxia The Hennepin County medical examiner said Floyd's heart stopped as police restrained him and suppressed his neck. We just watched the video. The knee was not on the neck. So we have a medical examiner saying that in their medical opinion that his neck was suppressed, but the video shows the neck wasn't suppressed. So what evidence did they use? I'm sure that they probably just made this assumption based on the media narrative. Oh, he knelt on his neck for nine minutes. Well, that's enough to kill him. Right? How can... How can he have been as- asphyxiated in his neck if the knee never even was on the neck? How does that work? It doesn't. It, it it's doesn't not work. possible. It doesn't work. And, and this is why I'm always very cautious. What happened, what, what allegedly happened to that protester in jail, terrible. If that happened, he deserves justice without a doubt. And I hope that the other inmates help him to get justice against whatever CO did that to him. But I'm always really wary because the media pushes things out and they just get legs and they go. And then they're, they're a lie. I'm not saying this guy's lying. I'm just saying before we run and and, and call these people evil, we, we need more than just a press release from a lawyer, right? This guy's on trial for his life. Not It's not death penalty, but 40 years in prison might as well be. Derek Chauvin.
1: All right. Oh, on an accusation oh, 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 that he hold didn't even do. Hold on a second. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, I'll say that. But that's why the narrative seems to separate itself from truth for one political party only, for one political ideology only. Kyle Rittenhouse. We're not even allowed to have a conversation with him about him on YouTube. I can't even talk about that entire situation. I can just say his name. That's it. I'm going to say his name. That's all I'm going to say. And everyone knows what has been going on with him. I, I get I, being attacked is now an offense. It's now a jailable offense is protecting yourself against an attacker. It's a jailable offense. When evil prevails or evil attacks you, it comes at you and you protect yourself. You're now subject to going to jail. Because how dare you defend yourself? How dare you defend your family? How, how dare you actually stand up for another? No, no, no. You should just let them take everything from you. You should let them beat you and stab you and, and shoot you. Those are things that should always happen. And the justice system should stand up for what's right, and they don't. Th- this whole thing is not about the fact that giving people the benefit of the doubt. When you actually restrain someone and you zip-tie their hands behind their back, And the guy's got a broken orbital socket. His face is broken. His jaw's broken. Those are all things of fact. I'm sorry. George Floyd had none of that. But this guy did. He he could permanently lose his sight in one of his eyes. He's got a crushed skull. Do you know the amount of force you have to hit someone with to crush their skull? Yeah. Yeah. A lot. A lot. I mean, all I'm
2: saying, all I'm saying is the only thing we have about that at all is a statement from his lawyer. So before we start yeah. saying that the CEOs are evil, we need more than that. For all we know, he got into a prison fight. We don't know, right? We don't know. And and when I see what's going on with the, yeah. with the Derek Chauvin trial, I'm just, I'm very hesitant. I'm very hesitant to run with any of these kind of accusations because so many of them get proven wrong. And I'm not calling that guy a liar. He deserves his day in court. But we've seen what happens when the media just runs with things, runs with things, runs with things. Uh, I don't. Know. I. I, I want I want more. I want more than just that statement, that email from his lawyer. I want. I want to see photos. I want. I want to hear from other people in the jail. I, I. I need more. Not saying that it didn't happen. I just. I need more before I start saying that the CEOs in this prison are evil. That's all I'm saying.
1: No. That's. That's not what I said. What I said is. I'm not is saying that, that you said that. I'm yeah, saying that's I need not what that. I said. But what I'm telling you is more often than not, the thing that erodes the ability for people to trust is the fact that the system doesn't dole out justice. It doesn't dole out justice. The fact that they're that this CEO, there's an investigation, they're gonna send him home for a little bit, he's gonna say, oh yeah, he fell, tripped and fell and hit his face, right? We, we already know what the story's gonna be. We already know what the story's gonna be. But see, you didn't grow up in an environment where where beatings and running from the police was a real thing. You didn't, I that did. Does,
2: that ultimately doesn't matter. Truth is truth, right. there's no your truth or my truth. Truth is truth. I, I respect your personal experiences, Right, I I do, but that that doesn't necessarily mean that truth is different, right? The left uses the phrase, this is my truth, right? Truth is truth.
1: No, there there is no truth, the the, the facts do matter. But we we can't take the examples that the left gives us where they lie about everything. Everything the left does is the left are liars. Hashtag the left are liars. You, you, You can't take that and push it up against something where they want to punish someone. And I'm going to tell you what it looks like to me. They want to punish him. They want to punish him for being there on January sixth. They want to take out their their pound of flesh on him, right? You can't convince me otherwise. You can't. And you say, well, I need more. I I have enough. I have enough up till this point to make a determination that the guy that's the CEO should go to jail. He, he should go to jail, right? He should be charged. But the Has limits. He
2: even been identified?
1: But the I mean, limits. Like- the limits by which. One one side actually says, "Oh, this is enough. Charge them," and that's what they did with the case in with George Floyd. Just charge them, charge them. It, th- it took them zero amounts of time to charge them. Zero. I mean, it literally took days, and they were like, "Oh, let's charge all of them," because it was politically motivated. In this yeah. case, we, we have facts that are that are hard to ignore, and yet they say, uh, "We're going to investigate it. We're just going to investigate."
2: Well, we it. don't even know. All we have is that email. Like, like we, we criticize the left for doing it. You don't do it back, right? If you say the left should have had a thorough investigation and should have actually let everything play out, yeah. then we have to do the same. That's all I'm saying.
1: No, and I'm, I, I don't, this, this I don't have to like, give anybody the benefit of the doubt. I don't because the left does not deserve the benefit of the doubt. They don't. They don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. I don't have to walk this process because I'm a good person and I should give them the benefit of the doubt. The left does not deserve the benefit of the doubt. They don't. On any on any front, they don't deserve it at all. They have proven that they are nothing but liars, pedophiles, rapists, that they persecute and and, and go after anyone with impunity. They can do whatever they want. They don't deserve the, the, the benefit of being able to say, oh, let's see how it plays out. The guy's got a busted in face. He's in a cell we, we don't but we have no idea like for all we know the
2: the cop who did that is a conservative we don't know we don't know what their political ideology no,
1: not is. in DC it's not not in DC no we don't know. we don't know not though. in DC is not not you're it's wrong that what you're saying is wrong right. it's not they're, the amount of conservative cops that they have in DC you can count them on one hand probably they're not they don't last good cops in DC don't last they just don't I'm sorry they they just don't. There's not a lot of them in DC. I'm gonna tell you right now, DC is a tough place. It is a tough place. Maybe it got maybe it got better over the last 25 years. Maybe it did. I doubt it. I doubt it because they're run by unions, police unions. That frankly, they they, they, they It's like a Gestapo. And you can tell me whatever you want. I mean, look, there are a lot of police forces that I would absolutely support. A lot of good cops. I have friends that are cops on the East Coast. I have a, I have two friends that were in D, the DC. Uh, police department right Capitol hill or the Capitol police and they left they're like yeah we're we're going down here like we couldn't take it anymore because of the things that they saw on a regular basis so look and again and this is me giving my part on what i experienced right and this is the problem with this whole thing is that i don't think it's a police issue at all personally i don't i think police departments are they're held to the account of which they're held accountable, right? So if you're not held accountable and you're allowed to run the roost, then more of that stuff has the ability to happen. It just happens. But, but it's it, it's, and and, and yeah, th- this is what actually said. Conservatives do not receive the same justice as liberals. They don't. They don't. That that would be absolutely so, true. So
2: I I get what you're saying. I'm just just pointing out that when you say it's not an all police issue, right? That you're not condemning all police. But then you you push aside even the possibility that this police officer in this situation could be conservative and they presume they're liberals and say liberals don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. It's, it's hard to put those together. Right. So we either we either give police officer not the benefit of the doubt, but like at least the presumption. Everyone has the presumption of innocence. We don't even know who this guy is. We have no idea. Yeah, we, we have we have no clue who this guy is. All we have is this letter from the attorney. I'm just, I'm very hesitant, and, and I, I get it. The left does that to conservatives all the time. Absolutely yep. true, and, and they
1: and they should be prosecuted for it. Well, I, but I, I, think, I don't, I, think, I don't think
2: that we I, should just live by turnabout being okay. fair Okay, Let,
1: let's hypothetically say you're right. I don't want to focus on that part of it for two reasons. One of which is, say you're right. He'll have his day in court, right? Th- that's not the issue that bothers me. That's not it. That's ha- having, whether or not that is or is not truth, we know that those things do happen because being a bad person is an individual thing. It's individual, right? Bad people can be conservative. Bad people can be liberals. It just so happens that most of the criminals are liberals. <laughs> Sorry, right? But but so they have a higher probability, but that's not my issue. My issue is in the investigation, who actually gets justice and who gets held accountable and who doesn't. And, and I'm not agreeing with people that, that busted into the Capitol either, right? There has to be a consequence. If there's a consequence, there has to be a consequence. I'm sorry, there has to. But it has to equal, be equal in, in the eyes of the law. It has to be equal. There has to be a threshold for what that represents. And if we go back in time and look at the people that broke into the Capitol and occupied AOC's office, they were given food and drink. And they broke into the Capitol. That happened four years ago. Was it four years ago? The AOC deal yeah. where the the protesters broke into the Capitol? They were escorted uh, out? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. All, all that deal. Yeah. They, they do it every couple of years. The left does it every couple of years. All right. So
1: they, they do it With every Kavanaugh couple of years. Offer, yeah. And then what happened? But what happened? Nothing. They weren't charged. You, you had a terrorist you had a terrorist release from prison for bombing the state the uh uh halls of Congress bombing the Senate house bombing they yeah. now run fundraising for BLM and they were pardoned by the Democrats trying to kill people
2: well yeah, that's presidential pardon that's it's it is that's just what let's it is pardon right?
1: someone that wants to destroy and kill everything we're about and then by the way let's have them go work for black lives matter so they can do more destruction to the black population of the united states let's do that it doesn't make any sense it doesn't the make challenge, any sense though
2: is is that when, when you see something like that when you see injustice like that
1: the The solution,
2: and you're not arguing it, but the solution shouldn't be to commit the same injustice to the other side. It should be to have everyone have equal justice under the law. So yeah, you you look at the, the Department of Justice logo, unless um, well, the unofficial logo, the the woman holding the scales and she's yeah. blindfolded. She's supposed to be blindfolded, right? And, and the scales are supposed to be equal, and everyone's supposed to be equal under the law. I don't know. I I, just, I get concerned. When we, we start do we start advocating or even taking any position that is si- even similar to what we're railing
1: against. No, that, that's not I, what I, I'm doing. What what I'm house doing house is house. I'm walking past the incident with the police. Right. Walking. I'm walking past the incident where they beat this guy with with uh, whatchamacallit's on his hand, uh, zip ties on his hand. I'm walking past that. I'm getting all the way past that. And I'm like, OK, great. We get past that. We have an investigation. Can you trust it? Can you trust that the Justice Department is going to do what they're supposed to do? And if they are, then why didn't they arrest Hunter Biden? Why is Hunter Biden not in handcuffs? Why? He didn't do it once or twice or three or five times. They investigated him. They even showed up to try and take the, the uh forty four seventy three form from the yeah. from the the uh gun store. They they inserted themselves into it. Can you trust the Justice Department, or are they compromised? Let's walk past the police issue. Let's walk past it. Bad cops, good cops. Man, we just need a lot more good cops to weed out the bad cops. And we got to get rid of police unions. They're terrible. And instead, they want to defund the police and take the police all out. Because that makes sense. Let's go all the way over here to the radical, where we basically destroy the ability for you to feel safe in your community. My yeah. issue my issue, is not in the police department. My issue is not even in this, this correctional officer beating him down, right? If it's true, if they find out it's true, then they should prosecute him, and he should spend 15 to 20 years in prison because you should never yeah. be able to beat someone like that and get away with it. I don't care what political affiliation you are. But what I don't have confidence in is that when I get one step past it, when I get one step past to the point where somebody has to make a decision, an ethical decision based on fact, that that will swing with justification of making sure there's accountability. Because there is no accountability. None. We don't have any. The accountability is not it's there. Revealed, if
2: it's revealed that, just like you, you look at um the Epstein, the Epstein fiasco. Yeah. If it's revealed that the minute he died, the cameras were just... Strangely off. If it's revealed that this guy got beaten and the cameras were just off and the the sign and sheet is just missing. So you don't know what cops were actually there. What what uh, corrections officers were there. If you show me that, then, yeah, that's 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 really bad. And that's where you have to start getting at this. All I like I, I believe in the word allegedly. Right. Call me old fashioned. Call me idealistic. I believe in the word allegedly. I believe that everyone deserves the presumption of innocence, regardless of their political ideology. So that's just that's just the position I take. Right. So what this what happened to this guy, according to his lawyer, sounds terrible, terrible. I don't I don't justify it. It's not okay, Even if he did assault a police officer, there's no right for them to to bind him and beat the hell out of him. right? There's no right for the officers to do that. All yeah. I'm saying is that before we start running, that this guy is going to be our,
1: our, our, the guy leading our parade, and that we're just going to go all in. We need to know more. But but we you're know. you're missing the point. I don't care about the more. I don't I don't care about the I, I don't need I, that case is not what bothers me. What bothers me is what happens next. What bothers me is that the justice's part the justice department is supposed to charge people based on there being probable cause to charge someone with something. And, and we'll talk about the sh- Shivon or whatever deal. We could, we could talk about that specifically. There wasn't enough. If you would have told me way back when, because I remember this conversation, if you would have told me way back when that or showed me the video of him kneeling on his shoulder blade, I would have been like, whoa, that's his shoulder blade. That's not his neck. Y- you, you have a coroner, right? Or an autopsy. Yeah, I guess it would be a coroner that actually gave an autopsy about based on the fact that they put pressure on his neck and that never happened. Yeah. Right. So that never happened because the only perspective we were given was the one that showed or made us the illusion that he was on his neck, but that wasn't factually correct. Right. But the, but the, the justice department had that information. They had it yeah, and they still charged him, And the reason why they charged him had nothing to do with justice. It had to do with injustice. Had to do with the fact that they had to live out this lie. They were becoming a tool. And I'm sure that the police officer Siobhan or whatever his name is. I'm sure he's a Democrat. Chauvin. Chauvin. I'm sure he's a Democrat. I'm, I I don't know, but we but I'm guessing. Know that. I'm guessing. I'm sorry. I'm guessing in a in a town that's seventy percent or sixty percent Democrat, where you know there's a lot of crime and it, it the Democrat, Democrat Democrat all the way down. I don't know. I'm guessing, maybe I shouldn't guess. But my point is is that he became a tool for them to propagate more lies. He became a tool, but the justice department knew about it. They saw it. And and the and the and the judge, or excuse me, the the prosecutor and the defense team, they got together and they talked about this and said, "Listen, here's the evidence." And the prosecutor had to go yeah, but I can't do anything about that. I got to take it to trial. I got to go through all the way through trial. I got to go through trial. We already know that's what happened, but they still knew. So I dog- just did a
2: quick search. Derek Sh- Chauvin is not registered as a Democrat, but he was registered as a Republican when he lived in Florida. Okay. So um, he is not a registered Democrat. Um, that was actually legitimately fact checked. He's not oh. a registered Democrat. So just, just that's what I'm saying. Like th- there are conservative cops out there i mean maybe he's a rhino who knows the i i, I never like jumping yeah. to the presumptions i, I just
1: my my point the, is this i want to get past the the incident i want to get past the police part right I, I have my heartburn in some areas yet you want to talk about back in the blue i put my money where my mouth is i give lots of money to the police department i give it to fallen to fallen police officers specifically right i give to uh, organizations that help You know, create better relationships between the community and police officers. I speak to it when I go talk to certain groups and I'm living I'm living a part of it that I have to also accept that my brother was killed, but he also made bad choices that led to him being killed. I can't absolve my brother of the things that he did either. And if he wouldn't have done those things, he would still be alive. They wouldn't have been able to make bad decisions if he wouldn't have made bad decisions. And if they would have made a bad decisions before that, he would have been in a position where he had to make a bad decision. But he still made a bad decision. That's hard for me to say. My brother is dead because of choices he made. Right? But that's not the, that's not the part that I want to concentrate on specifically. I want to move past that to the fact that the Justice Department, their job is to take a nonpartisan look at the facts and say, was a crime committed? Does someone need to be held accountable? And that's just not what happens in the Justice Department. And it's not just on criminal trials, it's on civil trials as well. And on civil issues, it's not just criminal issues. They're becoming activists. They're, they're influence and influenceable. And that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't matter. And you say, well, they're people. It does, you know, but, but, but they're ruining people's lives. And there should be some sort of system, checks and balance system. That stops the Justice Department from doling out the injustice that they put upon people. Look at Mike Flynn. Yeah. Look at Mike Flynn. You had a no, judge no. stand up after the case was dropped and say, We're, "I'm not dropping it." That judge had the authority to no do that. There are, judges, there are that. judges
2: trying to overturn Donald Trump's pardon of Steve Bannon. So they, had, right. they absolutely there are there are terrible judges that deserve to be that deserve to be removed from the bench. Right. And and I'm all there with you, right? And I the think challenge that's... I always have is when is when we start painting with a broad brush, and you and me disagree over whether the justice system, the legal system, is irreversibly flawed, right? Yeah. we disagree. And we're it's fine to disagree. Um, I just am much more hesitant to paint with the broad brush and to say that every judge or or that the judicial system is just completely corrupt. I'm I'm a little bit more hesitant, which is fine. But we just disagree on that.
1: yeah look, uh, th- this is a, this is one of those unpopular conversations where I wake up every day and I see things that I just can't I, 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 can't, I can't reconcile and, and, it, and it's not a conservative or it's just a human being thing, right And when you see lives get ruined in, 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 in different ways that, that at the end point is not the police. The police are a symptom of the justice system not holding people accountable. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if we, uh, good police officers, bad police officers, I, I, I had breakfast with one of my uh, police officer friends a couple days ago, right? And I was talking to him about um, ammunition. And he's like, yeah, Joe, I need like 10,000 rounds. I was like, dude, you're a cop. <laughs> what do you need 10,000 rounds for? He says, well, I'm running a little low, right? And we had the conversation where he's talking about, you know, having, having needing more ammo and that, you know, the world is going a little bit crazy and he just wants to be able to protect his family. The the things that police officers face are the same. They, they have the same things that go through their mind about where we are and the craziness that we experience. And by the way, he's a Democrat. Oh, he was a Democrat. He did the walk away thing, walked away from being a Democrat, right? And he's like, I, I can't even be, any, I can't have anything to do with him. I was like, well, Are you a conservative? He goes, Libertarian. <laughs> I was like, That's got to be the fastest growing party out there, right? <laughs> but the, the conversation comes up with him as well. And I basically just said, Listen, my issue is not with you. My issue is with the judges. And he goes, Joe, you're not the only one. You're not the only one that faces that, that quandary. He goes, our police departments face it as well. Not understanding why the, the the Justice Department actually does not have any sort of boundaries. They can do whatever they want. That's my problem.
2: Yeah. Well, there was a there was a there was a story. I was trying to find it just now. Can't find it. A police officer walked into a gun store, asked to buy ammunition, and the gun store turned them away because yeah. that police officer was enforcing what the gun store believed to be unlawful health orders. Yeah. So the gun store said, "Go ahead, come back when you're not going to enforce these draconian lockdowns." <laughs> the the cop left them a bad review. <laughs> so the gun store owner went back and and tore him a new one. Like it, it, as much as I trust law enforcement and and I I, lo- I support law enforcement, I also part of me says, hey, if, if a cop comes in and asks for ten thousand rounds of ammunition, let's have a co- let's have a conversation about that. <laughs> let's make sure that that uh, that cop isn't also going to use that in a bad way. I don't know. It, it, it was an interesting interesting article that came out. I'll see if I can yeah. find it in the break.
1: Yeah, look, it's not a I, look. I know that. It's a hard subject for us to talk about because people on both sides that are listening to this podcast are, are feeling the same way. Right. So, so they, everyone is torn, right? It's the same thing as having a, a gay brother or uncle or cousin or whatever. Right. Or being gay, like you're gay. It, it, it's, it's the same thing. You say, Hey man, I, I, I'm not against gay people. You know, I just, I'm not gay. Right. So, but it's okay. You want, you're gay. Great. And, but you, you see legislation that people try to pull on both sides of a person, and say listen we we need you know we need uh 100% acceptance of gay marriage and there's some biblical principles that people live their lives by that say that you know that that you know marriage is between a man and a woman it's it's in the bible it's biblical right marriage is not a government institution and the other side of that equation is you you see people and I and I want to say this i don't want to say this as and i'm taking a position here if you want to know my position i'll tell you but the other side is is you have two people that are same-sex marriage and they they, they live together right they're not married the marriage exists civil union call it whatever you want and the the family of the person that died the one of them dies okay this one dies the family of the person that that died it comes swoops in and says, I'm going to take all the things that he ha- that he owned. You're not entitled to it. And they say they've been together for 25 years. So the government has created an instance where they have made marriage a legal issue, not a biblical issue. And so now because they're inside the legal of who's entitled to that, that stuff, right. Or retirements or whatever, right. Depending on how that relationship works out that, they now can insert themselves into it, remove the religious constraints, and call it the same thing, causing both sides to, to have differing opinions, right? So it's, it creates a divide in the middle of all of it. And the same thing can be said for with the police. I have a thousand great interactions with the police, and I could have one bad one. Well, which one do you think about the most? No, oh, yeah, you think about the bad one, yeah. Right, so... That, that makes sense. So people on both sides, and I'm seeing some of the comments um i'm seeing some of the comments where you you just people are on both sides they're like ah you know the, the justice department is bad right i didn't say the Justice part is bad i said it's compromised right it's an injustice department anytime you let something flourish let police officers and and da's and excuse me not police officers da's and judges do and say things that that don't that, that aren't equal, then, then you don't have a justice system. You don't have, you have a, you have a system of laws and you have a system of perceptions that allow for one group to get persecuted over another based on political ideology. That's it. Yeah.
2: So we're coming up against a hard break. Couple things we got to get to before um, Rick in the comment section on Facebook says 10,000 rounds is not a big deal. No, you're right. 10,000 rounds is not a big deal. The point I'm trying to make, and I didn't have a chance to say the entire point is that when a cop comes in asking for 10,000 rounds, usually that means they have to qualify for their marksmanship marksmanship Depending on the department, the state, they have to do that either every six months or every twelve months, and I think it's completely fair for the police for the gun store to decide whether or not they want that police officer to qualify for his marksmanship. That's all I'm saying. If a police officer wants to shoot in his spare time, fine. But a big order like that coming in all at once tends to mean they they need to re up with their marksmanship. And yeah. just like we've talked about, boycott boycott. If a gun store doesn't believe doesn't want a cop on the force maybe that cop does something wrong right that gun store is absolutely within its right not to help that cop re-qualify that's all i'm yeah. saying yeah um, and before we go we're, we're going to the break we're going to come back we're going to play more from the derek chauvin trial but if if this if if police injustice is making it hard to sleep at night we have a solution for you and it is my pillow you will sleep much better with my pillow even with all this going on in the world use promo code cd21 to get up to 66 percent off at mypillow.com. So we're gonna be back on the other side of this break with more Derek Chauvin trial clips. Don't go anywhere. Our number, 888-441-1121, if you wanna talk about this. We will be right back.
0: Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, We fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.